This podcast is not intended as a substitute for proper diagnosis and medical care by a qualified veterinarian. Furthermore, the views expressed in this podcast are those of our hospital only and are not intended to represent the policies and practices of other animal hospitals. Hello and welcome to the Animal Hospital of North Asheville podcast. I am your host, Gretchen Harwell. Joining me today is Dr. Amy Plankenhorn, and we're going to discuss canine heartworm disease. I would like to add that we are recording this episode remotely from one another because of the COVID-19 pandemic, and any audio artifacts you may hear in this episode can probably be attributed to that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Plankenhorn. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. First off, I'd like to ask all of our doctors, where did you go to vet school? I went to the University of Georgia, uh, graduated in 1987, and then started working at Animal Hospital of North Asheville. Wow. And so what was it that drew you to the mountains? Uh, I heard it was a really nice place to live, and I heard great things about uh, the practice and uh, came up and interviewed and was thrilled to get the job. That's really cool. And so you're a, you're a one-practice vet, huh? So far, anyway. Yep. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, and now, what is your favorite area of um, veterinary medicine to practice? Well, I like all aspects of it, but I have a particular interest in oncology, which is cancer medicine. Okay. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. So um, I'm sure that's a really valuable service for a lot of our clients who have um, pets that are going through that because you're pretty knowledgeable about that. Um, So, yeah. Okay. So um, today's topic, though, is that I wanted to ask you about canine heartworm disease. Can you tell me what are heartworms? Heartworms are a parasite that uh, dogs can get in their bloodstream. It's carried by mosquitoes from dog to dog. Uh, The mosquito bites an infected dog and then uh, it goes through a couple of stages in their life cycle and then they bite an uninfected dog and then the worms grow to adulthood and cause a lot of uh, damage in the, in the heart and lungs. Okay. And so, uh, so it's called heartworms, but you mentioned the lungs too. Can you clarify that a little bit for me? Well, it gets into the blood supply that goes from the heart to the lungs uh, called the pulmonary vessels. And okay. that's heartworms spend most of their time actually oh okay so they're kind of like kind of leaning out of the heart into those blood vessels is that right yes what's the scientific name for heartworms the scientific name is dirofilaria imitis Mm, that sounds really scary (laughs) that's why we call them heartworms it's a lot easier okay and so that's that's a good point you mentioned that they're transmitted by mosquitoes is there any other way that one dog can give heartworms to another? No, that's the only way because the heartworm has to go through a portion of its life cycle in the body of the mosquito before it can be transmitted. Okay. So there's no transmission. Okay. So if my dog that is heartworm positive bites my other dog that is not heartworm positive, nothing bad happens other than the bite itself. Nope. Nothing bad happens. There's no transmission. Cool. Okay. And are some regions of the country more affected than other regions? 
Well, we know that areas that have warmer weather and particularly warm winters, where there's really nothing to kill the mosquitoes in the wintertime are more susceptible. However, uh, really any place in the country um, is, it, there are reported cases everywhere in the country. Okay, and given that I've been seeing mosquitoes, I apologize, I think I just talked over you. Um, That's okay. Uh, so given that I've been seeing mosquitoes already in my yard, that means that we are definitely in that warm weather area of the map. Is that right? Yeah, we really are. Even colder areas like Colorado and in the mountains, they and other northern states still have reported cases of heartworm. And so we definitely oh. get them. Okay. And now what animals are susceptible well, dogs are the main host for heartworms. Cats can get heartworm, but they're not the natural host for it. So dogs are really the, the main species that we're dealing with here. Okay. And now, what are some signs and symptoms that a client and a vet might pick up on that their dog might be infected with heartworms? The main thing that we see symptomatically with heartworms is dogs can have coughing. They can have a decrease in exercise tolerance. So uh, where a dog might normally be able to be active and running around, uh, they may come up short or just not be able to have the stamina. And that's because of the damage in the blood vessels to the lungs. Oh, okay. And um, so if let's say a dog gets infected with heartworms tomorrow, when is that going to start to show up? It actually takes six months before adult heartworms can even be detected. And it can oh, take wow. up to, yeah, and it can take up to two years before they actually show any symptoms. Okay. So um, the symptoms take a while to show up, but that damage, that's already started, right? Much starts before we can even detect heartworm disease. The damage can start uh, as early as about four months after the time of infection. So, and the longer they're infected, the worse it gets. So it's really important that we prevent and uh, early detect with testing. Okay. And now you mentioned the testing. How do we test for heartworms? So the test is a blood sample. Uh, we draw just a small sample of blood that we can either run in the hospital or send out to the lab. And that looks for the presence of the protein of the adult heartworm. Okay. And um, how do we treat heartworm disease in dogs? The treatment gets complicated. There is a medication that can be given that will kill the adult heartworms. There's also a recommendation to give an antibiotic for about a month before you start the adult treatment. Mm -hmm. And then the adult treatment is a series of three injections that are pretty painful and uh, pretty unpleasant for the dog to go through. Then they oh, have to, yeah, and then they have to be quiet for about another six to eight weeks after getting the injections. So it's a big deal. It's not mm -hmm. fun to do. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. And um, about how, uh, how long does this treatment take? So by the, from the time of diagnosis to the time that you're done with the uh, confinement and restricted activity period, it's about six months. Holy cow, that's a really long time. And, and they really have to be kind of confined for most of that time. Is that right? 
they really do. The more active they are, the more those worms are driven into those blood vessels and the more damage they can cause. Oh, wow. Okay. And now what, what is a slow kill? I've heard of that. Can you explain a little bit more what that is? So it's, it's a method of killing the heartworms that's not really recommended at this point. Basically, these dogs receive heartworm preventive every month. And over about a period of two years, the worms will eventually die off as long as there's mm. not reinfection. And that's where the preventive comes in. The problem is, is that there's ongoing damage during that entire two-year period. Right. So, it, yeah, and it's, it's very slow, but also not awesome. <laughs> not awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, and now, what's the prognosis for heartworm disease? I mean, is it, is it just always doom and gloom? or? Well, the good news is that if we can catch it early, before there's a lot of damage going on, we can successfully treat heartworm. And most dogs that get treatment uh, do very well. Some dogs will get into a more advanced stage of congestive heart failure, and those mm. dogs do not do well at all. So it yeah. is a disease that can kill dogs, but with treatment, it can be treated successfully. Okay. And now what are, you mentioned conjective, congestive heart failure, pardon me, what are some of the long-term effects of heartworm disease? The main effect that can happen is that, again, there's chronic damage to those pulmonary vessels, the vessels that go from the heart into the lungs. So the potential for the immune system and the reaction of the immune system to the worms to cause damage to other organs, such as the kidneys. Oh, so it's a whole body thing in some cases. Okay. And... Um, how do we prevent heartworm and how does the prevention work? So the good news about heartworm preventive is that it's very easy. It's very, very effective. Uh, the most common prevention that we use is a monthly oral medication. And there's mm -hmm. a couple of different ones out there. What they do is a certain portion of the heartworm developing in the body so they kill them while they're still immature and before they have a chance to grow to adulthood okay and so that pretty much just ends the cycle is that right it does uh it it keeps the heartworms from getting to an adult stage where they can then reproduce and spread the disease to other dogs and also before they have a chance to cause any damage to the to the dog himself Okay. Well, that sounds like it's a smart thing to be doing. And now if we're on preventative, why do we do annual testing? So uh, a lot of people ask us that question. And there's a couple of reasons why a dog could still test positive when they're on preventive. One is that dogs are sneaky. Sometimes they spit out the dose of heartworm preventive or and eat some grass and throw up and not get the dose. The other thing that's mm -hmm. developed Thing is that there are some resistant strains of heartworm that are starting to develop. And so we want to make sure that we're not dealing with one of those resistant strains that isn't, effect, that isn't affected by the preventive medication. Oh yeah, that would be a scary situation to be in. Um, okay. And so what else, I mean, so what, what's like your big picture? What is your summary for the whole idea of like heartworm disease and treatment? What is like the take-home message, I guess? 
biggest take home message is that this is a disease that is cheaper and much easier and much safer for your dog to prevent than it is to treat. So uh, I worked out at one point the cost of prevention versus the cost of treatment. And for a 50 pound dog, it costs about $10 a month for prevention. But the treatment for the same 50 pound dog is going to be about $1,500 to $1,800 to treat. And they still Ouch. be on preventive after all of that. So it's not like, well, you get through that big cost and then you have a dog that's immune. They're not, they still have to be on the preventive medication. Uh, and the damage is permanent. The damage mm -hmm. happens fully before they can even be. So why even go there? It's much, much right. better and to keep them on preventive year round every month, every year, all the time because we can see mosquitoes in the winter. We can see transmission in the winter. We're not immune. We're not safe in this area. All right. Well, that is good to know. And um, just out of curiosity, what are some of the best excuses you've heard for why people don't want to give heartworm preventative? <laughs> so um, some of the funnier ones that I've personally heard, a lot of people told me that, oh, well, we're at altitude. We live uh, in Madison County. We're at too high of an altitude to get mosquitoes, which is not true. Uh, right. <laughs> especially when I first came here back in the late eighties, it did get colder in the winter. And so I heard a lot of people tell me that, uh, the, that it just didn't get, it, it got too cold for them to have mosquitoes in the winter time and they didn't need anything. And then I also, uh, the funniest one I've read, uh, include that oh he only goes outside on a leash um he only goes <laughs> to the bathroom well i've killed mosquitoes in my house so you know right <laughs> <laughs> uh you know they can still get in and you know you can go out and go to the bathroom and still get a mosquito bite uh or right. he's not around other dogs or um the the best that i read was that oh well we live in a gated community so he can't get heartworms <laughs> so yeah yeah they don't allow him in <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. it's a really really amazing gate <laughs> all right well thank you very much for all the information dr plankenhorn and i look forward to doing several more interviews with you in the future i think you're going to be um hopefully a frequent flyer on the podcast well i hope so too okay well thanks again we'll talk to you soon thanks gretchen okay bye-bye bye Again, this podcast is intended for educational purposes only and it is specifically intended for clients of the Animal Hospital of North Asheville. If today's episode has contradicted information given to you by your veterinarian, please adhere to your practice's advice and policies. This brings us to the end of the episode. If you aren't already, we'd love it if you'd stay connected with us on social media. Thank you for listening, and until next time, may your life be full of puppy love and kitten kisses.